Hello, my name is Jeremy Hobbs, and this is Love One Another, the podcast. Uh, calling out hypocrisy and rising above hate every day. This podcast today, we're going to talk about support system for people out there that um, are going through a lot. We had a, we do a support group, by the way, every Tuesday night on Zoom for LGBT citizens and uh, allies as well. We don't have an age limit for our group. So if you're young or whatever, if you want to join us, you're more than welcome. We are um, um, uh, syllabus, I guess I want to call that. Uh, the programming is brought to you by uh, two counselors that are working with us. Uh, they're both very good. Uh, tonight's topic was about growing up as gay. Uh, the challenges that we faced, the hurdles we had to deal with, and all those things. So I'm going to tell people about a little bit about my story tonight. Um, and remember, love one another in everything we do. So let's go ahead and jump on into my little story. I'll try not to take up too much time. Um, I always knew that I was different as a child. I knew that I had um, characteristics that were not like other kids. Now, I wasn't feminine by no means, but I was, um, I don't know what the word would be, um, fri oh, I don't know, fragile type. I don't know. Maybe I was more of a sickling child than anything. Um, and I had a hell, of a, a hell of a childhood. I found out when I was... Um, Four years old that I had uh, my left eye and was legally blind in it. My parents kept wondering why I kept running into furniture and everything. Finally took me to the doctor and um, got some uh, eyewear and stuff like that. But then found out that I have optic nerve damage, which still today there is no uh, surgery to correct that. Hopefully there will be before I die. So I can see I have both eyes once more. Or not once more, I never did. Everybody always asks, how do you drive? How do you compensate or whatever? I said I never had to compensate because, you know, I was born that way. Just like I was born to be gay. And, um, you know, uh, we was, was listening to people talk tonight about how uh, one parent told this child, you're nothing like me. You don't like women. Where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? And I tell people all the time, that is one of the major fundamental reasons why there's such a lash out from parents. There's such a lash out from other people out there because why? They think they did something wrong to turn their child this way. Today, a lot more people just uh, pass the buck and blame it on drag queens, you know, because story time uh, makes kids transgender or gay or certain shows on TV, or certain songs, or whatever, you know, they've always got to have a blame. They've got to have a nook for something that made them, made them this way. Because they feel that this child is an error. This child is wrong. The child isn't right. And, you know, I've dealt with that in my, my own personal life, too. And I want to say this to all the parents out there. You've done nothing wrong. The only thing that you will do wrong, if you do it, 
is to turn your back on your child, to make them feel less than, to demonize them, to put them down, to ridicule them over it. I know the religious part of this has been so strong, strong enough to keep people silent for thousands of years, except for Roman times or whatever, that, you know, people had to live their entire existence being quiet about it. And see, that's what they want today. They want it to return to the normality of quietness where we don't have to hear about it. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to see it. It'll just go away. Well, that's not how problems, and we're not a problem, go away. Maybe it's time for them to stop trying to be so complacent with the way things were and realize that the loss of life from that, that time frame, the number of suicides, the number of people that just were miserable their entire lives. Because they were so afraid to say, I'm gay. And, you know, it's all because of the religious part. You know, they asked one thing that you would like to see changed today, and I told them, I said, religion. I believe people need to stop viewing their Bible as the testament of God from himself that he wrote. Handed it down from, you know, a chariot of fire. When it was all written by man. And the homosexuality part didn't even come up till the 1940s. So many people have had to live their lives in pure hell. Had to go on and get married and have kids because that's what you're supposed to do to get into God, to get into heaven. God would never push that on anybody if he knew that they were who they were. You know, I read a meme the other day where it says, I says, uh, you think they'll start liking gay people? I says, maybe I'm creating. So I guess I'll just keep creating until they stop hating. Huh. We don't know the true fundamentals of what the beliefs are about homosexuality. I know we read what they say in a book. I understand that. But we're reading a book written by man himself from stories that were passed down for hundreds of years, some not even on paper, just from memory. We will rely on this book so much that we, but what I love about it, the, 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 the main thing that I find the, the most irony from is that you don't even follow it. You use it as a crutch for hate. Nowhere in there does it say to throw your kids out because they're gay. That's on you. God never once said, cast them out if they are gay. Oh, well, why would you kick your kid out? Because they like the same sex. I mean, when you really look at the depth of it and see what you're actually doing, the criminal intent that you're doing, and the hellstorm that you're putting on this child's life, 
<clears throat> just so you don't be inconvenienced anymore. Or have people say, is that the gay kid? Or won't let people come over because your kid's gay? I've been there. People need to wake the fuck up. You need to wake up. You people that say, oh, what's well, anti-woke, this woke movement is what's wrong with America. No, it's not. It's the next chapter of America. It's the next chapter of humanity. When we finally can come together and say, yes, we made these mistakes. Yes, racial discrimination happened. Yes, white privilege exists. Yes, there are fake Christians out there. Yes, there are phony politicians that say they're going to do good for you and do nothing but bad. Yes, we have treated women less than. Yes, we have murdered people because of a fundamental theory from a book. We got to look at all these things that have happened and realize that these happen for a reason. Because we chose back then to just say it didn't exist. A white guy on the other line on online the other day told me this what discrimination ain't a thing. There's no such thing as discrimination. People aren't discriminating against you. And I said to him, I said, it's because you've never known it. You've never had it done to you. Just because you've never had it done to you doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But I assure you by your words here and your words earlier to me personally, you know discrimination exists because you're discriminating against me. White privilege is a sad thing. And the word privilege, that right there, that word right there is a step to failure as, as a, uh, for all mankind. Where we think we're better than someone else, that we are more superior than someone else. We are privileged. More than better than you. We get better than you. We do better than you. All those words for privilege. Some things we just need to stop saying or rephrase it because privilege has destroyed this nation. Privilege has destroyed the world. Privilege has sent many people to bed hungry or dead. Privilege is a thing we shouldn't look up to. Privilege is something that we should demolish. Because the Bible tells us we're all children of God and we're supposed to love one another as I have loved you. Love the, God, love the Lord Almighty with all thy heart and all thy mind and all thy soul. 
And that's what we're supposed to do. Not looking down upon somebody else. So many times I, I still see it and hear it. Just because I'm white, people will say things to me in stores or whatever when they're talking about another person that's uh, black or or uh, different of some sort. Male privilege is a thing that we need to eradicate. White privilege is a thing we need to eradicate. Discrimination, period, is a thing that we all should eradicate from our hearts. But how do I do that? How do I, how do I end so much hate in my life? Let it go. Quit focusing on things that have nothing to do with you, first of all. Quit trying to get into everybody's life that doesn't didn't ask you to be there in the first place. Quit trying to make laws about something you have no clue about, you have no comprehension about, and no understanding about. Quit banning books for LGBT. Quit banning words that talk about gay or gender uh, gender uh, forming care. These are the things we must do personally. And I know it's a leap from leap to hell from the you know trying to get that to happen. But if we all start doing it one person at a time and pass that message on to a neighbor, to a loved one, whoever. One person at a time. We can get the ball rolling. But see, a lot of people don't even want to deal with it no more because of the hatred and then the, the ridicule and the mocking and everything else that comes with it from them. Or Bible verses being thrown at you left and right. The Bible is for us to use to learn from the stories that are in there, give us insight on how to deal with issues. The laws that are in there give us a moral code. And I'm talking about the Ten Commandments and Jesus' final commandments. <clears throat> Not talking about Deuteronomy and Leviticus and all the other places where you keep trying to Dig up anything you can on people because you ain't got nothing better to do than sit there and worry about somebody that has nothing to do with you. You come to events and scream and yell and, and, and cause a big scene, terrorizing people and the children that are there because you're there to protect the children with your AK-47 in your hand and a masked face. You see the irony? And your kids are not even involved. Your kids are not even in the program. You've kept your kids out because that's your right. But the parents have decided to let their kids come. You're dictating to them what they must do. This is insanity. Folks. You have become so consumed 
with LGBT lives. You tell us all the time, I wish I'd stop bringing it up. Why do you always talk about gay? Because look what we have to face every day. Laws, ridicule, demonization, condemnation from people like you. So, this is a sermon day. <laughs> but at the same time, though, we have to remember that they are mistaken. And to be human is to error. Just like the humans that wrote the Bible. Well, of course, I can't, that couldn't have happened. It was all divine. <laughs> we have to love one another. Even our haters. We don't have to talk to them every day, but we can still love them from afar. It's a lot easier to love them from afar than it is when you hit that friend request and take them back into your life and they start all that crap again. It's like, oh God, here we go. You know, block again. Just if you know you can't handle them as they are, then just love them from afar. That way everybody wins. And that same mentality goes to our haters. If you can't be around us and you don't like what we say, you don't like what we do, then just love us from afar. Pray for us all you want. I appreciate prayers. Prayers keep us strong. Prayers keep us going. Prayers keep us balanced. So keep your prayers going. I hope everyone knows that I don't really share nothing about my life today. We'll get to that another time. But we will touch some issues on that because I have some things that have gone on in my life that burden me still today. Things I had to do to survive. And I want people to understand what took place. What toll they put upon a child that they kicked out because he was gay? Because that's what God wants them to do. When God never said no such thing. I, you know, it's, it's funny to me, all the, the, the fake verses or fake um, lessons from the Bible that we can come up with that aren't even from the Bible. They're just from the book of hate. That has been spewing and spewing and spewing and lying and casting people away for centuries. It's different from us, and it must be wrong. It's not white privilege. It's not. It's not our privilege. It's not privileged information they don't need, <laughs> folks. The world we live in is going to be going for a while. And everybody's talking about, oh, it's gone. the signs are coming. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, I have a great feeling in my body to know that after 6,000 years of actual known written life on this planet, I don't believe God's going to call it the day anytime soon. Because we're still in the infancy stage of our lives. Getting over tantrums 
screaming and yelling, lying, telling more false witness against thy neighbor, not accepting one another as equals, we're still children in the eyes of the Lord because we haven't taught or listened, rather, to the lessons that are out there, like this podcast and other things out there, I can help you turn the page, start the next chapter, be a better person in the long run. Don't wait till you're a senior citizen and almost dead to try to change your life for the better. Start today, because that will not only change your life, it will make everyone's life increasingly better. I'm Jeremy Hobbs. Love one another and rise above hate. Thank you, and I'll see you on our next show.